What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to a, another episode of Who Gives a Dram. Uh, got a special one this week, everybody. We got a special one this week. Few few months ago, actually, a last year, of kind of a long time ago, we had the infamous. This episode is very popular in Canada. There were more people in Canada that downloaded this episode than the United States. Uh, we had the infamous Canadian takeover. And we're doing it again today. Again. I got, I got Daryl, a.k.a. Whiskey Sith, and Mike, a.k.a. Whiskey Morgue here on the podcast live. Daryl sent some samples about 18 months ago that we are just getting to now. And we're going to crack them. We're going to drink them. And we're going to talk some bullshit. And I'm excited to uh, get into it with you guys. So, fellas. I appreciate you both joining the podcast. Super happy that we're finally getting to do this. Uh, many, many months. Hopefully the samples haven't turned bad in the bottles. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking JP Weiser's tonight, uh, which is probably one of the biggest distilleries uh, in, well, it is, I think, the biggest distillery in Canada. And it is always in the top one or two uh, in North America. And it's quite a large one worldwide. Uh, so, uh, mass-produced Canadian whiskey. We're going to see what you think, Connor. Uh, I think, Mike, I don't know how much Wisers you've drank in your lifetime. Um, uh, I was going to say it's nice to have you as like the in-house expert because uh, I always kind of like toe the line where, um, you know, like I said, originally I wasn't that into Canadian whiskey. I've been sold on a few products. I still have like my complaints. Um, so you can hold, hold my hand a bit going through this. I've had the 18. The other two I definitely haven't had. Um, but it's good because I feel like the timing kind of worked out because, um, a couple of months back, I went to the, um, that Toronto whiskey show, the, um, spirit of Toronto, um, and got to like bump into Ooh. Don and so like the, uh, master distiller for, for JP Weiser, lot 40, um, and him and I got to chat a bit and have a few drinks. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I have a little bit more to bring to the table today because of that conversation. So thank you for prolonging this for several months. <laughs> well, well we were like <laughs> we were like every few months we'd be like all right guys let's get this thing rolling and then something would come up on my schedule or something would come up on y'all's schedules and it's just like fuck real life <laughs> sucks real life <laughs> and, does suck and, but i think i think mostly um the problem is that connor got really really popular and just catapulted <laughs> yeah. to another level and you know, this guy's hosting galas and he's on a, you know, the BWF podcast now. And it's just, you know, in, in a league of his own, this man. Yeah. I and wouldn't, I, I, well, thank you. That is that the mustache is new. And I think, <laughs> I think it looks good. Um, it does look good. Stellar. And I haven't even seen Top Gun. So, I mean, be that as it may, I am not influenced by Top Gun at all. Um, I appreciate the kind words. I wish, I was uh, Hollywood and famous because I could quit my day job and do podcasting <clears throat> full time. But unfortunately that's not the case. Um, but, uh, but you look sharp and that was the important thing at that. Um, what was the event again? You. It was the, uh, we did the bourbon ball. It was called the bourbon yeah, ball. The bourbon ball back yeah. In, uh, keeps in gala, yeah. It was, it was kind of a guy. We all dressed up, got all pretty looking. And um, we had like 170 or 180 people there. We had about 80 VIP guests that did the, um, private tasting and we raised after fees and shit about $30,000 for folds of honor, Jeez. which is a veteran based wow. charity, uh, in the United States. Um, 
it was a very successful night, especially for it being the first time Paul and I had ever done something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually already have the second one booked. I believe it's July 1st of wow. next year at the castle. And we've already got some big, like big, big people going. Um, a lot of cool stuff planned. I mean, I would say you guys should come down, but that's a trip from Canada, especially just going across the border. But, um, you guys would definitely be treated well. I'll guarantee you that. So if you guys want to come down, let me know and I'll hook you up. I would love it's a, it. And it's a, the, the best thing is it's, it's like a family event. Like, like we had, uh, well, obviously not like little kids, but like, you know, yeah. a lot of husbands and wives, a lot of, a lot of, uh, families with like older kids, you know, <laughs> with kids 21 and over were there. And it's like, it was just a fun, very comfortable time. Uh, and it's all going for a good cause. So, I mean, like it's all, I, I think, uh, I think Daryl and I have to show up in Canadian tuxedos just to, uh, <laughs> just to leave a lasting impression. The, the amount of arou- arousal that would be swept over me if that happened would be monumental to say the least. I yeah. really hope you actually do that. Just <laughs> <laughs> show up both in the same car. Just yeah. get out with Canadian tuxedo. And I hope by Canadian tuxedos, because it's July, you mean a jean jacket and jean shorts. With yeah, no, yeah, with yeah. No shirt like underneath. full, full like Shania Twain. But yeah. I think I might like mix it up and kind of do like a Goth Brooks kind of kind of look okay. mix with Shania Twain. Yeah. Cow- cowboy hat as well. I might, yeah. I might I might do cowboy hat just because I think everything you do, I've seen you pull off these looks and I'm like, for instance, like the mustache thing, I was always considering like leaving it a little bit longer but I don't have like the, the connection here. Right. So kind of like, if I leave it, I look like more like V for Vendetta mask. Than... <laughs> Dude, that's sick though. Women, <laughs> women love that. That's, you know, that is, that's like, so like I'll, I would, I'll just have the stupid like mustache. Look, Daryl has the lumber. Daryl's a lumberjack. Yeah. And if you see, yeah. if he, I've seen pictures of his yard that he's posted in on Instagram and he's, he's a lumberjack. So he's got the sexy grizzly bear lumberjack thing going on. And then dude, you'd be like the mysterious, V for vendetta. Like, I mean, is he going to kill me? Is he going to make love to me? Is he going to do both? What's he going to do? That would be awesome. You should do that. Dude. Like I'm, I'm going to come out a whole new man after, after this uh, podcast, <laughs> you're going to see my next live just completely change. Yeah. Daryl, you wow. should do Daryl. You should do a, a, on TikTok. There's a guy, I forgot his name, but he like, he's pretty handsome <laughs> and he chops wood and all the girls love it. And he's always wearing like, tight jeans suspenders and he's 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 tall long long dark and handsome you know he's a handsome fella you should do that because i feel like you're the canadian (laughs) equivalent but like realistic expectations of like hey i got kids you know and do i I have perfect abs no but still look at this and then you fucking chop a piece of wood in one hit and then you just fucking take your suspenders down like the big bush latte off to the side and just go for it is that what you drink yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna cut cut wood, yeah, that's what I'm gonna bush latte. Not not a not a diet Miller. No, not a diet Miller. Fuck uh, man, it's Miller. It's I, the champagne. You got to go high life. That is true. Yeah, that life. is true. I um, I forgot today. I had a six pack of Miller Light in my truck for two days, and it's been very hot. Um, here in Rhode Island, and uh, they're. I put them in the fridge. Cause like, I don't know, maybe someone will come over. I don't, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on like a very 
very strict health kick right now. Like I had disgusting Turkey and rice for dinner. It was gross. The Turkey was just like ground Turkey was fucking awful. And I hated eating it. I didn't, I only ate like half of it. And I was just like, I tried putting teriyaki sauce on it. Didn't work. And then I tried putting barbecue sauce on it. Didn't work. And I was just like, ugh. Rough, but yeah, when, 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 you're getting that bland, when you're getting that planned, um, sorry, that bland turkey, bland chicken just in the oven and you're just relying on hot sauce, no, it's tough, bro. Not even in the oven, I fucking cook it on the stove <clears throat> in a pan. I, I, I always joke that, oven. like, when I um, when I met my wife, like, so I guess it was like, well, we reconnected, we know we know each other for years, but when we reconnected like four years ago, she met me and I was on this health kick and I was just like. I was single. I was living on my own. I like, I barely ate in the first place, but I was training hard. So it was like, literally nice. I lived off of like a chicken breast, a protein shake. And I was ripped. Like I'll, oh, I'll DM yeah. you guys some pictures later, but oh, I'm like, what, hell was, yeah, please do. Was, was that ever deceiving? Because like, after that, like once I locked her in, it was just downhill. I just like completely embraced the dad body, even before I became a dad, like with just kind of slowly easing into <laughs> it. So bro, Connor's wow. just on his Connor's on his uphill before he meets that woman. <laughs> oh was, yeah, yeah. I, I see. I seen young me and not young me. Like well, like five years ago, me and Connor where it's just like, dude, like you're doing your thing, living your life. No one's like obstructing your your goals. You can just if you want to eat that shitty turkey, you eat that shitty turkey. Um, but then once you get once you get locked on that relationship, it's like, babe, I want to go for dinner tonight. And you're like, oh, I guess, I guess, yeah, we can go. And I'll just that's when I'm like, hell no, you. bang. <laughs> At least it's with an open hand, so it's not rude, you know? <laughs> Apparently, yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say, right? I don't say that. That's what they say. Who are they? I don't know, but that's what they say. Oh, we know um, who it is. I think the initials are AH. Maybe an Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Oh, oh, yeah. So, not, funny story really about punch. that. Funny story about that. I, um, on the pod last night, we had a guy, uh, what the hell is his name? It's Puya something. He runs the Sip Awards, which is a uh, a whiskey award thing where they have like regular people judge. It's a cool concept, and he's a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has no shit. We were just talking about reels before, you know, like going viral and stuff before mm-hmm. I pressed record. He has the eleventh most watched reel in Instagram history. His reel has eighty two million plays, and it's a reel of him we'll play oh, yeah, it we'll give him some one. free pub and he's pretending to give amber heard some coke sneaks it in and then he gets some money back and then the best part is here when he goes he looks at her he's like hey bitch you got something on your fucking nose all right walks away yeah. legendary right, right there four four million likes like um that's why i'm not going viral man i'm not producing the content like that like me, me, me pouring WLW is just no, it's, it's, bland too, as the it's too niche. It's too niche. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you get a bunch of like the 50 year old whiskey guys who are like, oh, yeah, brother. And it's like the same thing. Like if I post something, I'll have like a lot of like old, not a lot, like I'm, but like I'll have certain older women comment or DM and it's just like, I'm kind of into it, man. <laughs> 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 dude you're you're, 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 you're 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 in your prime where you can choose like which way which direction you want to go in and i know um, 
And yeah, you know what it is? It's because of the waster. mustache. It's because of the mustache, honestly. It's like mustache. I feel like because I had a beard. I mean, I don't think, I mean, obviously definitely for the amount I've known both you guys for I've there, I've known you for probably almost two years now. Mike definitely well over a year. Yeah. I've always had a beard that whole time. When I started the pod, I had a I had a beard. Sometimes it was kind of short, sometimes it was big and burly. And then mm-hmm. I decided just to go with the mustache one day. And I was like, I kind of like looking like at the, like my jaw, like not, Dude, you can't cover that jawline. That's, that's like, I thank you. I'm, I'm glad we got that on record. And I didn't ask you to no, say that. I, um, I, I joke around like <laughs> money, money. No, will be this wasn't the... pre-planned. I'll but bet you can, you have this. You can send I'll me some of that, those media, media kits that you're getting. Now with, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but my, I always joke that like, I, I was never blessed with like a chiseled jaw. So like even the facial hair that I do, it's all to create shadows and illusion of a jawline. Like, yeah, like, you know, like those apps where they take away your facial hair, like disgusting. Like I, I, I put it on. I think even my wife was like, I will leave you. And, like, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to leave this. I was wow. this right here. Yeah. All those memes of people who rely on beards and stuff. That's, that's me. Daryl, I think I saw a picture of you without a beard. I think I was a long time ago. I was going through your Instagram. It's like going way back. And I saw a picture of you without a beard or a short beard, or maybe it was your wife or something. My wife doesn't a have a beard. I don't not want to get in trouble from Mrs. Whiskey Sith because I've never met her, but I, I, I can just like, she'd probably beat me up, but. Or, but, or Daryl isn't going to the bourbon bowl. Yeah, no, Daryl's invited. Regard- well, yeah, if she doesn't let him, that's a good yeah. point, but she should come. It's in a castle. What better way? It's like, Hey, wife. Hey, Miss Miss Whiskey Sith. Hey, Miss Whiskey Morg. What's better than to dress up and go to a castle and and you know help help out some veterans and, and for a good cause? And then you get to see Connor as well. Yeah, it's pretty solid sales pitch. Um, the last but I saw time I, I saw a picture. Off, yeah, I saw a picture been like of you eight without, years ago, and I my saw, daughter lost it. I saw a picture, Daryl. I, I swear to God, I saw it. Yeah, it's probably somewhere on my personal Instagram. Um, was it, I think the only time I saw something was you might have done a throwback to like a, I don't know if it was like your anniversary or something. And I, I think it was like a wedding picture that I saw. Or... Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe and that's it. It, it was like short. short. I don't know if it was like completely point. gone, but. So what. Back, uh, back when I was in shape. You're still, dude, you're like. So no homo, obviously, obviously, but like, dude, you're in good shape. You guys are both good-looking cats. You know that. I don't know where this is going. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where it's going. I'm just looking at old pictures of us. Uh... I'll tell. I'll tell you where this is going. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you my address. I'm gonna, gonna play some visit. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Pour some wine. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a. Uh, a Cabernet. And, you know. I feel I feel like the the, ba- the bathroom selfies I took uh, back in the day with me with abs might have a lot more currency now that now that you've been talking a little bit more. Um, Dude, you gotta send me those. You gotta send me that picture. <laughs> Mike Mike's down for anything as long as it's free whiskey. He will. That's give what you I'm saying. You want. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm, I'm saying. Right there. I got a higher price. I, I just I just want to re- I just want to review it for the people. I just want to pair it with movies for the people. That's it. Even if at the expense of. Um, of losing your dignity for, 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 for Connery. Oh yeah. There's, hey. there's a, there's one from like 2016 where I've got a pretty short beard golfing. 
Yeah, I can't find them. I'm, I'm, I'm just quickly scrolling through your IG right now. I can't find it, but I saw it. Anyways, I um, I don't even remember where I was going with it. But have you guys recently gotten any good bottles out there in Canada? Have you scooped anything up that's pretty that's worth noting? What do you want to know about? I don't know anything good. Anything good that you that you scooped up? Like yeah, obviously, Mike got the Mike got the William Lerweller rubbing in all of our faces, so we know that. No, I, I actually I just I just picked up the um, the spirits of French liquor. The um, oh yeah, the one, I post, the one I posted today. The one like, not the yeah. one that I just posted today because I mean we know that doesn't matter for Instagram and, and the algorithm anymore. But uh, yeah. no, that that bottle is really good. So like uh, you know, I guess I haven't had many four grains, and um, kind of having that kind of fresh off of like Penelope. I was gonna say you've had Penelope, and that's all four grain. Yeah, no, and I really I love Penelope stuff. Um, but this one here, I and you know, um, getting to talk to like Alan the other night, it was like, like I know they call him the alchemist, but like for good reason. Like this guy, I was almost scared to do the live because I'm like, if he wants to like go down the rabbit hole into distillation and experiments and stuff, like the guy like created his own corn to use in the mash bill. Like it's a hybrid of 10, 10 different corns, and I'm just like. It, but it, it, it's wild, but it, the stuff's really, really good. So I was like, you know, I was sold already kind of like on the, on the, the background on it, but like, no, it, it was good stuff. And I'm like, right away I tasted it because I got to taste it without buying it at first. And I was like, no, I'm grabbing the bottle right away. Yeah. There's some pretty cool stuff coming in, in here. Um, you're more, uh, I've got a lot of different brands than Mike has, um, but I really like what Boulder's creating out of Colorado boulder spirits um i've heard great things have never had anything but i've heard great things they're making some killer stuff woody creek uh making some great probably one of the best rye whiskeys i've ever had um came from them uh, speaking of best whisk so i had a pick and i don't remember what i think it was an eight year <laughs> age dated it was a single barrel pick from wilderness trail that was picked mm-hmm. from Jack Rose and Jack Rose oh, wow. is a very large whiskey bar in Washington, DC. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I posted an Instagram story when I was in DC back in May, I posted a story about it, but it was like, cause I was there and it's like yeah. just walls of, of whiskey. 10,000. Yeah, Frank, probably. Frank, uh, Burby enthusiasm was just there. He did that dusty tasting. Um, and I've seen a few clips oh, of really? it and it was just, yeah, oh, yeah, he did a whole dusty tasting and, um, I don't know if it's still, I think you posted a reel about it. Go check it out. Like, I will. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like full on, just like, watching like that floor reel. to yeah. ceiling. Yeah, it's yeah. all. Yeah, it, it's all. I posted a video of it on TikTok. Now I think about it. But anyways, I had a pick that they did at Wilderness Trail. I'm pretty sure it's an eight year, an eight year pick. And I, like, I I took one sniff of it and I was like, oh, and I took one sip of it and I was like, oh. And I think it's the best whiskey I've ever had in my entire life. And I messaged the, like, I know the brand ambassador for Wilderness Trail. And I messaged her. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I just drank some of your whiskey. That's just a random single barrel. Like, that's not even the most ran- the, the most recent single barrel. And I basically just came in my jorts. Like, it's, it's <laughs> some of the best stuff I've ever had in my life. I'm trying to find a picture of it. Um, people have been going off about even just in general, the eight year, like Eric sending me up a sample and, um, every, everyone, everyone says he's blown away by, by, by their eight year release. Not even in general, people love wilderness trail. 
It's four year. It was a four year, eight month with a number wow. four char and firm pro one yeast strain. I know wilderness trailers, there's different yeast strains or mm-hmm. proprietary yeast strains and stuff like that. But, uh, man, I can't wait to review it because I just, I, I it literally tasted like a, uh, like a root beer float. It smelled and tasted like a root beer float. And I just, that's awesome. It's like, wow. There's, I need- there's just like, you know what? Like, I feel like in, in, um, especially when now you're reviewing whiskeys all the time and we're trying to like get to as many as possible. It's like, you think there's ones that you are hunting or you'd love to try one day and then you get them and they're like good, but it's a little lackluster. Um, mm-hmm. but then like, I remember like I recently had like a Russell's pick, like a 10 year Russell's pick and just, just sat there and I was like, shit, this was like $55 for like a 10 year product, a pick yeah, and this like deep oak and leather. And I'm like, this is what, like, it's all about. And this is what got me into it. And I'm like, here I am chasing around other shit and picking up a $55 pick at 10 years. I'm like, you can't, can't be it. So you have these moments where you kind of stumble upon that. Not to say like the bottle's not special. I mean, but you'll find yeah. like, a pick or one of these that just like for some reason it just resonates with you, it pops out, and you're like, "Yo, this changed my life." Like this is good. Yeah. This is good stuff right here. Dude, yeah. I agree. I agree so much. Let's jump into some of these JP Wisers now yeah, because yeah. I've got the forty percent poured, and let's bang through these. Daryl, you're going to mediate because I'll, I'll do my. You best. know the stuff, but uh, walk us through a little bit of the eighteen uh, year okay. 40 percent alcohol pour. I'm assuming we'll just go by, by proof. I just kind of assume that's how we'll go. Uh, we can yeah, go by proof by or by our release. Yeah. Um, we might want to do the 23 and then the 22 after. Okay. Um, okay. So the 18 year old, it's your classic Canadian. You're going to get ethanol on the nose. Uh, once you dive past that, you're going to get into some vanilla and stuff. Uh, contrary to. <laughs> so detailed. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla Con- stuff. Um, like you can go into like, Oh, I get these floral arrangements and stuff, but honestly, like most of us are getting Oak corn, uh, you yeah. might get rye. You won't on this one. Uh, most people think there's rye in this. It's 100% corn whiskey. Um, no shit. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Daryl, I think, I think you get marzipan. <laughs> oh, marzipan. <laughs> oh my don't God. Let, it tastes don't like... let dark cloud whiskey hear that. <laughs> tastes like corn water. It literally doesn't taste like anything. It's 40%. It's going to go down easy. It's great to mix with. It's great to blend. Oh, with. yeah. Uh, this would be great with, in like a whiskey sour. Blend it with rye whiskey. Um, then the oak, oak really comes out. Um, but this is this is probably the lowest I go in the Canadian chain of um, years or age-stated mm-hmm. stuff. Um, as you get lower than this, it just gets more ethanol more you just get the that ethanol burn so what's insane about it is that it's 18 years old no when like, i was looking at this lineup i was like i was thinking that exact same thing i'm like if this was any other category and someone said hey let's just do this fun podcast we're going to shoot the shit and drink an 18 year old a 22 year old and a 23 year old it just you're like what and then like you yeah. hear the prices on it and like okay yeah they're more steep for Canadian whiskey but like go to the scotch category or even bourbon anything and try to get something past 15 years of age and what you're spending on it and i'm like like what the most expensive bottle here daryl is what would you say like you paid like 150 160 
yeah the 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 two cast strengths are 150 yeah so this one this one's 70 bucks uh when you compare it to say a caribou crossing i don't know if you've had that one connor or mike i had the um, actually i meant to text both you guys because i i had the opportunity to get one at my liquor store that's literally two 30 seconds down the road from my apartment and it was like mm-hmm. 60 bucks and I, I was like, I don't fucking need this. I could spend $60 on gas this week. Did I make a wrong decision? I've, I've never had it. And it's only because I feel like, again, where I get kind of annoyed is, and maybe this is why Canada gets a bad rap is here. You have a product that's like Sazerac produced and you know, you're like, okay, like Buffalo trace has their hands in it. Let's have something like Canadian to showcase. And they water it down to 40%, 80, 80 proof. And like I haven't had it, but I'm I'm sure I'm not like I'm too deep into yeah into what we drink to go to kind of go. We're back too to much that. of like, alcoholics to drink forty percent. Let's be exactly, let's be honest. Exactly, exactly what yeah, I'm my 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 issue that I've always told people with Caribou Crossing is up here it's a hundred bucks, so you're paying sixty. It's quite marked up to come up here. Uh, obviously, we don't want to sell it against our own products. Um, I would peg it below the fifteen year old JP Wisers. Uh, the 15 year old JP Weisers is like 45 bucks. Okay. What's this 18 year old? The 1870. Wow. $17 for a, or a $70. I 17. Now we're talking Melicorn. $70 for a, a 40. That's what, see, I don't know if that's, if I'm just being approved for when I say like, I don't know if I'd ever pay $70 for an 80 proof whiskey. Well, the problem is, that- is like, I think like, no, I, I agree. But then I think like, you know, we're scotch. They, um, like if you get a product, um, that's like, you know, 80 proof in scotch, I find like there's a lot more nuanced flavors there. Cause like sometimes I'll be drinking stuff that like when I, when I dip into like more of the scotch stuff, I'm like, Oh, this is fantastic. And it's like I agree. 43%, 45%. But I feel like there's so much going on where like the more I'm sipping this, I'm just kind of like, it's just kind of like, yeah, like a watered down vanilla, like it's nice. The standard, little, yeah, little bit I mean, of, yeah, little bit of oak spice. So yeah. Canadian whiskey on a whole to be defined Canadian whiskey. Um, it's basically has to smell like Canadian whiskey and has to taste like Canadian whiskey. That's like kind of our standards to really sum it up. Uh, yeah. Not getting into all the regulations and everything. There's at least one beaver hair in each bottle. Each, it just dissolves because of the alcohol. Two, I, 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 two I drops of castor oil. <laughs> two drops of what? Castor oil. <laughs> just for flavor. Um, but yeah, it, it's... So you'll find it, they all kind of have that similar Canadian taste. Um, whether they have right. rye in them or not, it's kind of people get pissed off because most Canadian whiskeys are called rye, rye whiskeys and they don't have rye in them at all. Um, this one, they don't say rye on it. Uh, so it's nice to see that they didn't say that. So what's interesting is this is Being one that time. I was talking to, um, to Don about, um, so at the spirit of Toronto show, we were chatting and uh, amongst several things about like releases coming up and stuff. <clears throat> um, somehow we started talking about the 18 and, um, he expressed that he wants to bump it. He's fighting with them right now to bump it to 50%, hundred proof, um, and he feels that like there you can, you will get more and rightfully so you'll get a little bit more punch of the flavors within it. Um, I yep. think he sees what I've learned about talking to him is that um, he got all this recognition with those big, like lot 40 releases 
Um, but you realize that he's a part of a much larger body. Um, so it's interesting kind of chatting with what he wants. And he's like, yeah, like this is a little bit watered down. I think mm-hmm. at 50%, it'll just hit the spot and yeah. would be a great product. But then he's against everybody there in marketing research and this and that and development. And they're like, no, Don, like you're, you're a great master distiller, but we're just going to keep it at 40% and, and sell and, it like that. Cause we've been doing it forever. And that's what yeah. sucks about the mass distilling. Um, you got a guy that knows exactly where it should be for the best taste, best bang for your buck at that age statement. And you've got the corporate suits saying mm-hmm. no. Um, whereas yeah, like a craft distiller is going to be able to be like, nope, this is what I'm releasing. It's funny because like, and I'm not to shit on anyone, but like, I remember at one point, because like in that, in that uh, tasting he did, I didn't attend that when I attended the Victors because I wanted to um, be a Victors whore on Instagram and, and hold the 20 year old in my hand and, um, and try to increase my popularity. But um, in his tasting there, he had a bunch of experimental stuff. And he was saying that what's crazy is that like, he's created these things. He has an idea of what he thinks people will like. He's engaging with people. And he's like, you see those two people over there. And there's like two young people like, yeah, suit and tie. He's like, oh, they're there to view and then determine what the audience liked the most. And right. he's like, it's, so it's not even me. It's like those two people standing over there who have nothing to do with distillation, like anything in terms of making the whiskey. Um, but they, but yeah, but they, they get to decide for, I guess it's like with the higher powers of Corby or whatever. Um, so it was, it was kind of cool talking to him and kind of, I guess getting the person more like aside from him being master distiller, kind of like if he had his own choice um, aside from the larger body, like what he would do with it. So yeah, this one was interesting because we were like, dude, yeah, like 50%, I feel like this could have a little bit more and maybe it's something that I would pick up for an 18 year old product that packs a little bit more of a punch. Yeah. Well, that, that that's probably a pretty good intro into we want to. Yeah. What are we doing next? 20, if we want to jump to the 23 year old, Okay. JPY so is Yeah. Yeah. This is the first um the first cast strength whiskey that Wiser's ever released. It's 23 years old. It actually is corn and rye whiskey blended together. It's part of their rare cast series. And it is it comes in at a 64.3. Yeah, this so you'll feel this in your nuts. This one's punched oh, yeah. right up. It's Oh, that nose right away is just. Okay, now oh. we're talking. Now we're cooking with fucking peanut oil. So this is where yeah. you start to see why, like, Don <laughs> would be saying, like, we need to punch this stuff up. People are looking mm-hmm. for proof in their whiskeys. He sees what's happening in the states. Yeah, there's a lot of strength. there's a lot of proof sluts out here. I think I'm one of them, but no, nah, no, I'm not because honestly. I the Elijah Craig B five twenty one was a hundred and sixteen or eighteen proof, and it was one of the best Elijah Craig barrel fruits they've released in the past like three years. And then the C nine twenty one was fantastic as well. I just tried that up against the um, the A one twenty. So A one twenty I have is like almost hazmat. It's like sixty eight. I think I have it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I tried that one at the whiskey show actually, um, and I was like, I actually prefer this a lot more. So it's great. Yeah. I, I, I like I, there was a point where I was literally just chasing like I want hazmat. Don't get me wrong, I'll still entertain hazmat, yeah. but no. But you do realize that like where you start getting in the flavor, at least for like a lot of these other whiskeys, it's really over the fifty percent mark. Um, like I yeah. said, unless it's yeah. scotch, then I can accept lower. Um, 
but for the most part, I want something above 50 or a weeded bourbon, like a lot of like Weller special reserve has a, has a lot of, I think has a lot of flavor to it. No, some people mm-hmm. don't like it. Uh, Weller, um, 12 has a lot of, I just picked up, has a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. Um, even Larceny small batch, which is, I think nine ninety. I forgot what it is, but it's, I think it's um, 90. I think it's 45. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 90 or 92. But um, yeah. that has a lot of flavor to it as well. So like a, a lower proof weeder, weeder I can I can handle. But I used that was the same way. I used to be like, I need to get 130 plus to have anything because I'm a man and I have a yeah. mustache and I need to I need to talk like Sam Elliott 100 percent of the time. And then I was like, wait a second, but I really like like 110 to 120 or like even like 100 to 120. It's your go to like proof, I, right? I think that's what I like the like most, yeah. like Colonel, there, there from Colonel Taylor to like rare breed. Yeah. There, there was one yeah. week where I was just, I was, had a whole bunch of like different bottles unintentionally. I was like, well, I'm on a good roll of like really enjoying these, these bottles. And I looked and they all happened to be about 55%. And I was like, maybe that's my, my sweet spot. Like 110, I think like maybe yeah. is like where it's just enough that, you know, it's, there's a ton of flavor there, but you're still kind of, there's room to unpack everything. Yeah. And what I like about buying like the cast strengths and the barrel strengths <clears throat> is I've got many friends that don't drink that level. So mm-hmm. I can enjoy like 120 proof or 130 proof and then pour them and just run the calculation of how much water to bring it in. If they like drinking 46%, I'll <laughs> bring it, I'll bring it down to that for them so they can still enjoy the whiskey the way they and want. And then, see, that's, that, that's a sign of like, maturity i feel like if there's a a hierarchy here there's connor there's me and then there's daryl and i feel like connor would take out a water bottle and 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 splash it and and splash it in your in in your drink if you want to water it down whereas like daryl's like okay let's look you want to you want to hone it in around drip 45 46 half a drip somehow they're like stop a drip halfway (laughs) it's it's quite a bit more water than you think to to start to water down i think like uh, if dude if someone says hey can you put water in my whiskey i'll say hey can you get out of my life and then we stop talking see now so, you are a proof snob it's official no it's official. i just okay <laughs> daryl you're probably right but well no no it's it might be true because you're it's it's like dude i'm already offering you more i'm already offering you free whiskey especially if it's coming from my house and it's like you want me to do extra work when I'm giving you free whiskey, get well, you out. Can have them at it. You can have them at it. Well, if they if they go to the if they want to take some you know a water bottle, do it themselves. But if they say, hey, I, I think this would be good with more water, and so they put some water in it, they ask me to do it. And I'm like, dude, you're lucky I don't give you a uppercut right now to the gut. So much violence. So young. So I know. Violent. I know. I think I have. I think I have problems. But I've also, you guys. I, I've also learned. I've also learned that like. I'm just gonna go hit the I, speed bag. I do, I, dude. I, I did a heavy bag workout today. Speed bag. Yeah. I saw that. I saw your video the other day. Yeah. Um. What, what I've learned is that like everything that I've imagined, like I, I think I mentioned this before, but like when I started building my bar, I was like, when people are gonna, when people come by my house, they're gonna be like, oh, dude, don't even tell me that's Weller CYPB in the corner. And I'm like, yeah, man, I got it. You want some? And I'm going <laughs> to offer it up to everybody, right? I, now I sound like the, like the, the perv offering candy, like you want some? But like, I, I was like so excited that I'm going I'm to have like everybody um, come over to my house. And like most of my friends, I think I have like two like real whiskey drinking friends. And then my brother, they know, they know all the product I have. They're into the same stuff. But 
everybody else is just like, first of all, why in the fuck do you have this much whiskey? And then they're looking at <laughs> bottles and you forget, like we're so deep into it. They're like 60%. What? Like, wh- yeah. what, is, what is this even? And then I end up having like to the right of me, I have like my, my bottom shelf stuff. And I'm like, that's the stuff that I end up pouring people more than anything. They come by and I'm like, okay, like, do you want any of these whiskeys? I'm like, this is highly sought after this bottle here. And they're like, uh, yeah. do you have like rum? And I'm like, okay, I'll make you a rum and Coke. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They pour them something. You pour them like a, a fantastic pour and they're like, just kind of sipping it. And it's like, Burns. you got Coke? You got Coke? <laughs> like yeah. you got some, you got some ginger ale or something? Because yeah. That's not wrong with that. Yeah. If that's what they want to, that's what they want to do. With yeah, it. So no. I, I mean, I, I I've taken like, uh, what was it? Uh, like the Alberta Premium, like the won all those awards or whatever, and it makes a fantastic Ryan Ginger. Like, I took yeah uh, Colonel Taylor Small Batch a few weeks ago. I posted an Instagram story about. It. I was like, uh, Colonel Taylor Whiskey Sour is this blasphemous? And put a poll, yes or no, and. Yeah probably 40 or 50 people voted no, but then there were like five or six people that voted yes. And I had two people reach out to me via DMs. It's like, dude, why are you wasting good whiskey? And I was like, block, <laughs> like, get out of I here. Almost, you fucking moron. I, I forget who I was talking to. I, I don't think it was you, Connor, but yeah, I mixed special reserve and one Oh seven, like in a video and posted on this like bourbon Facebook group. And like, people were like, can people can the admins flag this guy? He needs to go. He's hey, Darryl, yeah. Can you kick the same, him out? The same thing happened. I did that. I did that reel where I was starting my infinity bottle, and I, by chance I had special reserve and antique um, kicking around. I had the heels of them, and I threw them in. And I didn't know this was a thing, but people blew up my DMs, and they're like, "What are you doing? Why are you mixing those things together?" And those are like the moments where I'm like, "Fuck you!" Like. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, like, as much as I enjoy this, we could talk about notes and all that shit. I'm like, I'm here to have fun. And at the end of the day, you know, what this is about like us three having some drinks and shooting this shit. So when people mm-hmm. get all like rigid about the rules and, and what you can do and what you can't do, I'm like, if you want to put small batch in, you know, in a sour, do it. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck, fuck not? Yeah. I'll put fucking stag junior in a whiskey and Coke. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm feeling. But yeah, whiskey's, whiskey's I, I don't... meant to be drank. <laughs> the way you want to drink it. I stand by that 1000%. I'll never judge anyone for putting water in their whiskey, but He'll if you ask you me, your house, if you ask him to do, it. if you ask yeah, me just, to do it, if don't ask Connor to do anything for you, cause you're going to get an uppercut and kicked out. If you yeah. get, if you ask me to do Simple. it, then all of a Simple. sudden, like I morph while I'm standing there from me to Anderson Silva and then shit goes down. <laughs> Or no, no, because it's a Canadian takeover. I'm sorry. I, I morph into George St. Pierre. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. That's, sorry, that's guys. <clears throat> sorry. So, Daryl, what exactly? We'll move on to the next whiskey here in a second. But on this um, uh, 23-year-old, what are we supposed to be tasting on this? You're going to get the corn. You're going to get, uh, I haven't even tasted it yet. You're going to get rye. I've taken a lot of sips. That's why he's getting so violent. Yeah, I'm a violent drunk, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I get a lot of rye in it. Uh, it's pretty rye forward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, less corn in it. Uh, you do get the corn <clears throat> ethanol on the nose. It's got it an almost has, um, has an it, amazing mouth feel for me. It does. It does. It's super creamy. 
Um, it almost reminds me of the. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, I was like, I need to get the next part out. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't fast enough. <laughs> um, it it kind of reminds me of the Alberta Premium. Um, obviously that's obviously a complete ride, but like it, in, in that sense, like that almost like artificial sweetness, not in a bad way, but it's just like so overtly sweet that you're, it almost tastes like there's something artificial about it. But, um, and that's, that's always what I pick up when I, when I do like the Alberta premium, uh, words, but I'm getting a little bit on this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's more age. It, obviously it's more aged than those. Cause those are quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it's smoother. It doesn't have the burn that some of the Alberta premium cast strength. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of those well finishes are. Uh, yeah. But for being 23 years old, there's almost no Oak on it. There's almost no barrel like signature on it. There's no woody taste. There's no barrel spice. It is mostly rye spice <clears throat> and there's no like, barrel aspects i feel like if you're 23 years old you would think oh it's gonna pull from the wood like a motherfucker but no it doesn't at all yeah and i I think that's i think that's because not knowing what barrels it went into i would say their second fill maybe third fill Mm -hmm. um they would not be virgin oak um because they called me yeah i have a 15 year old virgin oak I'm just going to breeze right past that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Daryl. He's just walking around. Um, I have a 15 year old JP Weiser's that has a ton of Oak in it. Uh, Really? Yeah. It's a, it's the, they only release it at the distillery right now. Um, And I think it goes in, I think it goes in virgin Oak for, for a few years to get that oakiness out of it. Um, But this one just said, you can tell it's older it's it's like the I, mike i don't know I, connor you may have come across them too the 11 and 12 year old lot 40s that really had mm-hmm. that rye funk in it it's hidden yeah. within this it's hidden within this 23 year old um so uh, I, that really intrigues me with this one yeah it's like also a savoring the bottle because it doesn't exist anymore uh it was a released and and the 23 year old won't come out again so are we going to the uh, 22-year-old next, and then we'll end off with the Alberta Premium? Sent you Alberta Premium? Send, yeah, I sent me Alberta, Alberta Premium batch number three. All right. Or Mike might have sent you that. Is that your um, logo on it? Oh, good. Yeah, no. I sent you it. So we're doing, yeah, 22? The 22. This is the first time I've poured it. Your guys' samples are fresh cracked bottle. Oh, fuck yeah. This one is this, this is a finished, right? Yeah. So this would be basically uh, my guess is very close to the 23 year old blend and then finished in port casks. Uh, oh, so, hells so yeah. Okay, so the, it's got a red red neck on. Oh, oh yeah, you can the color difference. Clearly see the 20, color. Holy 23, shit. 22. I'm going to just do the rest of the cast like this. That's fun. Um, <laughs> this one's 59.7%. So a little less on it. Uh, but again, it is, a, uh, as they say, a melody of corn and rye. Um, I get the port on the nose right away. I do too, but not as much as I thought I was going to get. I wonder how long it's aged for in a port cask. Yeah. Being big distilleries, they don't put any of that on the bottle. Proprietary. Um, something. Well, 
and since it's not for sale anymore, I think it was originally on probably the the JP Weiser site. I don't think it is anymore. Uh, I was they, they did a post that. recently, and they were talking about how many barrels they have right now aging, and I forget the number, but it was ridiculous. Like it would put any distillery in Kentucky to shame. I'm pretty sure in terms of like the really? volume. Yeah, it's it's wild. Even Buffalo like, Trace. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I have to find the post. They put a post out there and kind of said how many um, how many barrels they got going. And like when even if you've been there, it's literally like industrial. It's just like they make Malibu in the same in the uh, same place. Like it's just pumping pumping stuff out. Yeah, and they they they're contracted. Do you remember who they have? Uh, I think they produce for a few different brands, but like yeah, it's like it's industrial. Did you guys hear the news speaking about producing for a few other brands? Did you hear the news about Green River being bought by Bardstown? Yeah, but that and that whole thing with the um, so I was like, when I heard about that, I was like, okay, interesting. Maybe it's just to kind of like put on the under under portfolio exposure, but then Master Distiller dips. And so here's here, I'm gonna say this because this is my podcast and I don't give yeah. a fuck what anyone thinks. Yeah, you do it, bro. I talked to to Jacob call in person at length. Mm-hmm. I met him. Yeah, because you were there. Podcast. Yeah. I was there. It was my first distillery tour ever. We got a full, like, I'm pretty sure we went places where we weren't supposed to go. <clears throat> went to a full, I saw some sex dungeon. I, we went a full, <laughs> just kidding. Something. Just kidding, by the way. If anyone there were of, chains, of any importance. Though. Yeah, there, there were chains. I was in them. And anyways, um, full tour. And we talked to Jacob, who's a great guy, by the way. Fantastic guy. Very smart dude. Um, very rich in bourbon history. And it's in his blood, you can tell. Uh, talked to him for an hour and a half on the pod. And then we had to record again because the audio got messed up. So we recorded again on Zoom. Talked to him for another hour that, and a that half. Was, that was the one where you canceled on us because it didn't record. <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Like, that we were supposed probably to do it was and you one- were like, yeah, you were like, yo, we did it on site. Nothing recorded. And I literally have to record it tonight again with him. That Did was, I have to the, cancel uh, this Canadian takeover part two for that? That was like yeah, six months ago. So that, that. Yeah. Also, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but um, when I was talking to Jacob, I, you could tell just in the passion of his voice, the way he was like looking Paul and I in the eyes when we were there. It's like, mm-hmm. this guy loves the spot and this guy is totally yeah. invested. So I, I, I told Paul when I, we both heard the news, I said, dude, this was definitely not Jacob's call. I can't, I, no. there's no chance that he wanted this to happen because he was so adamant about making this the brand it was. And then yeah. like a week later he leaves and I, I don't know what he's doing now. I hope, <clears throat> I hope he's going on to bigger and better things. Cause he's so he has the, fantastic. Um, the, the non-disclosure to October supposedly. And then, um, okay. so he's, I guess he'll go quiet. And then in a couple months, the old Jackie move and pop out with his, with his new, I'll uh, support whatever he does. And he knows that he yeah. has our, you know, my and our, or our full support behind him. But like the green, like I got, you know, the green river release that they did. It's actually, he signed it for me is wow, nice. awesome. And actually this, that probably means this is worth a lot of money now or not a lot, but maybe in like 25 years or something. Yeah. The former master distiller. It's already cracked open, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know. There was it was just very strange to me when that happened, and it was like 
that's talking going back to corporate aspects behind whiskey. That was definitely yeah. like a corporate, like this is going to give us exposure and money and we can make more and make more money. And we can each buy two super yachts instead of one. And we can each go, we can make a new Epstein Island now. So that's probably what Dude, I think. I think right now, I think we're, um, we're going to see more of that in the future. Here's me, like my, my, my predictions, my whiskey predictions is that <clears throat> craft is so huge right now. And there's so many people out there doing craft that, it's almost like I think the um, like the craft beer market saw it before us, where yeah. the the big the big players scooped them all up, and next yeah. thing you know, like that craft beer you're drinking that you thought was still, you know, independently owned is like being produced by Labatt uh, or Molson yeah. or whatever, right? Um, so I feel like we're gonna see more and more of that, and sadly, if the people usually the people funding it are people with money in their pockets, and it's not the master distiller who is passionate about the product. And if mm. that pales there, they're just like, wipe their hands clean, sell it. They're entrepreneurs. They're, they're business people. And yeah, you, want to the next you can't fault someone. You can't fault someone for wanting to make money. That's, that's why you get into yeah. anything you do. But at, on the same token, <clears throat> when I, and again, this is me just speculating, but I feel like when that's pulled away from you, which I'm fairly certain is what happened in Jacob Call's case, I can see why that would rub you the wrong way. And it's like, Dude, what the fuck? Because they are they were a they are a legit operation. They're producing yeah. Howler Head, which is the of, official whiskey of the UFC, I think. Yeah. Um, they're producing Quarter Horse. They're producing a lot of things. There was one other big one that I didn't know about that was like actually well known. Um, but the PR around it too. Bradshaw. Is super they're doing. They also do Bradshaw bourbon, yeah. obviously, because that's where we did our barrel. Oh, come on, they, I haven't got my signed bottle, by the way. Of uh, nobody's of gotten this. You guys, you guys will <laughs> both get one. No one has gotten one yet because life. There's been a lot of things. <laughs> they're all at. So what happened? They're all at Paul's house because obviously they're not at my house, <clears throat> and he's having another kid at the end of the year. So where, where, where's Paul? By the way, is he? Um... Paul's in uh right outside of Lexington. So like okay. I'll I'll land at the Lexington airport because I'm going down to Kentucky mm-hmm. not this weekend, but next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh we're doing a on-site uh podcast and tour with um another one with William Tarr, which is nice. uh great. But someone actually bid at our uh bourbon ball eleven hundred bucks to do a private tasting at William Tarr of their experimental bottles and be on a podcast with us. So oh, nice. I, I told, I made the commitment that night while I was kind of drunk to fly down there and I followed <laughs> up on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in guys. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I don't care what the prices are. I'm doing it. Um, but I, I think, see, here's the thing is like, I'm going to bring this back full circle is that <clears throat> where um, I think Daryl and I, I'm going to speak for Daryl a bit. Is like, I think we we want more of that, and maybe like that's why we're like, we're really pushing craft stuff coming up, or like say like Daryl, especially with like a lot of like um like local craft stuff, because like we really don't get any of that here. Where it's like, okay, we have these guys here, but you, if you want to if you want to go see a factory, like yeah. you can go visit and then buy something from the gift shop. Um, but this idea of being able to be immersed in an experience and go for these kind of tastings or like picks or whatever that is. I feel like that's what we're deprived of. Not, not this is becoming a, a complaint department for, for Canadian stuff, but I feel like, I feel like that's why, I mean, there, I guess you could speak to it. Like that's why you're so passionate about like the local stuff that's coming up and, 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 and kind of making a ripple in the scene. 
yeah there's, there's a lot of local stuff that's not getting much publicity unlike the craft world in the states um wisers does do a great distillery tour uh you can book uh, a blending session um with Dr. that's cool Don, yeah, i haven't done it yet is, but... <laughs> um hoping to do one at the end of the month not sure if it's going to work out um where you create your own whiskey with him and he walks you through blending and what's going to work and stuff like that um dave who i used to podcast with he just was down there if you follow the bro laws at all um made his own special juice um <clears throat> but i think like we haven't adopted that whole i was talking to a guy last night about it like the whole marketing scheme of getting consumers into areas isn't really pushed up here yet yeah um, and some of our greatest whiskeys like I, I sent you guys this is mass distilled whiskey um it, it's good stuff but you get into like two brewers right there yeah that is probably some of the best whiskey being produced in canada probably close to north america for single malts and probably mm -hmm. ri rivals in my opinion and a lot of people's opinions stuff that's coming out of scotland um yeah the um them, them and shelter point um i think are doing some cool cool things and like i think that's all like honestly not not to like take up your schedule Connor, but I feel like we could really start and it'd be interesting to go more into that <laughs> avenue um, where like we've got, we, we do some of the mass stuff, but then I feel like, yeah, a lot of the, the, this craft stuff coming up, like I know, so Lost Lantern, um, when I was talking with them, they kind of hinted at, uh, like, I feel like they're going to go do a two brewers pick. Um, so I asked if they'd like gone across Canadian borders, are they going to kind of expand? And there was a kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to two brewers and if there's one thing I think Lost Lantern is good at is really putting their finger on kind of like the buzz of like these really small distilleries. Um, yeah. And I feel like two brewers deserves that attention. And like, yeah, like it, it definitely can rival stuff coming out of Scotland. Yeah. It's high praise. Yeah, definitely. And, and like Green yeah. Edge too is doing some great stuff. So um, th there's a lot of opportunity up here, just like there's the markets changing down in the states uh connor you probably experience like it's it's hard to get stuff to go across state lines uh there's certain states that yeah. you just can't do it um i think texas is one of those states you can't bring alcohol over the border by shipping uh that state border you can't bring firewood across the border <laughs> in connecticut like you do you have to pay something to bring firewood i don't know if that's like a countrywide thing well, i think it's ridiculous but we're not supposed to take firewood out of certain like municipalities here or regions. Why? Yeah. why? That doesn't make sense to me. It's wood. Uh, just they say bug, if it's carrying invasive in species and yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. But, like, but like that, guess... that's the problem is like, I always said like when I jumped into this, um, so I, I remember like, okay, let's like, let's, let's talk about like lot 40 JP Wisers. Um, mm -hmm. At one point when I jumped into Instagram and I was doing my post, I was doing like all bourbons, <clears throat> I think a few scotches. And then I said, you know what? I'm building a little momentum and it's like, oh, like a year over a year ago, I was like, I'm going to do some Canadian stuff because you know what? Like I'm in Canada. So then therefore I can get sent products to review and maybe I'll get these media kits and mm -hmm. like absolutely nothing. And if you speak to most people who've done it, like you're not getting a media kit ever from like lot 40 JP wise. Like it's, it's, it's few and far between, but here I am like on Instagram and like, like I said, like Stellum's like, we want to send you something in barrel yeah. and all these people are like, and I'm like, I'm not even in, 
in the US, like, thank you. Like, I'm, I'll try to work out my networks with people to get stuff sent up. But like, there, it's a big deal to really get it in the hands of people and, and get it reviewed where, and obviously, like I said, like with, like with um, you know, provinces and sending stuff and whatnot, but we kind of get gypped with that where it's like, here we have like whiskey enthusiasts, like Daryl like, will be the first to push Canadian stuff and say like, I stand behind it, especially if it's good. Um, but now like getting it in his hands is a whole other thing. And, you know, with the content that he's producing or his photography skills, like you, like if it was an American company, I feel like it'd be like, take it, man. Like keep doing your thing. Like you're getting all this exposure. I, agree. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, that's always been my complaint with Canada. Right. I just feel like we kind of have it all backwards right now. Um, in terms of kind of like being with the, with the movement, or maybe I'm just bitching because I'm on fucking Instagram and want free, free whiskey, <laughs> but like, but, but yeah, I just, it's just, it's wild how many American yeah. companies reach out to me and I just have never got anything from Canada at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and talking to some of the craft distiller, uh, distillers, they're just, they want honest reviews. They're getting, mm-hmm. they're making craft. They know what they're up against in Canada and they get hit up so much by people like send me a bottle, I'll give you a good review. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Um, much better success with, Hey, I want to buy a bottle from you and give you an honest review. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you a bunch of samples or I'm going to shoot you a bottle. Um, yeah. But I wanted an honest review out of you just, just cause you got it for free. I don't want you blowing smoke up my ass. And I, I yeah. dude, I tell people that, all the time because on on the flip ends me being in america i get free shit all the time and Mm -hmm. i again i'm gonna say this because it's my podcast and i don't give a shit i got sent shit from clyde mays which is an alabama whiskey and it talks to lc may or something like that on the podcast and uh you don't want to say like dude your shit sucks on live but on the same token, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it that much. So I had to like yeah. scoot around like, uh, yeah, it's got some nice, it's got some different notes. That's how you go. That's how you it's, do it's it. Not my, it's not my favorite pour. <laughs> listen, listen, yeah. it's not my personal, it's not my personal taste, but I can see why people would like that. Would like this. Yeah. If you're a yeah. professional, that's what, how you say it. But in the back of my, head, I'm like, dude, this I'm like, I haven't opened the bottle since then. And it's no like. Yeah guy's a great guy he was fun podcast really yeah. popular podcast actually and it's like i'm not just because you send me stuff i'm not gonna like you know who does that to a t i'm not sure sure if you guys know bill bender or not but he's i've talked we've yeah. talked to him multiple times <clears throat> like several times off the air and it's like dude if someone sends me a bottle i'm gonna say i'll give you an honest review and that's that i'm not i will not shit on the brand but i'm gonna give you an honest review if i like it or not and mm. for people who just take bottles or take money, it's like, all right, I'll give you a good review. And the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter because who gives a shit, but just like principle wise, it's like, especially if you have a following, yeah, it's not a good principle to follow because I'm a big believer in karma. And it's like, if you do that, then yeah, maybe like you lose a toe in like two years or something. Oh, people well, stop I think listening, it's like, um, right? Dad's uh, dad exactly. drinking bourbon. There, they did a post on, in their in their story the other day, and, and they were talking about how many people. Um, just on the flip side, how many distillers turned away from them and their podcast because they said, "Can we send you something?" And they said, "Okay, can we be honest 
like when we taste it and say exactly what we think and people pull away. So it's interesting on the flip side where like they want that exposure and they want that publicity. Um, and they're like, well, if we're going to send you bottles, we kind of expect you to like blow the smoke and, and yeah, praise those, us. A, those people suck, but never buy yeah. the bottles. B, the way you do it is like, you don't even ask, can I be honest? You say, okay, send us bottles. We'll put you on the show. And then you kind of work your way yeah. around it. So you're still getting yeah. the free whiskey, but you can yeah. still be honest, but like not blow smoke, but also not be rude. Mm-hmm. That's how they should have done it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people have different palates. Like there's, there's lots of stuff. I know people enjoy that. I don't want to have in my glass ever. And yeah, it even comes down to like, there's such a niche group that we talk to on social media or in daily life that are drinking whiskeys that most people will never touch in their lives. And mm-hmm. so like yeah. we could drink a whiskey and give it a six out of it out of 10 to that, to most people, that is an amazing pour to us. Mm-hmm. It's like, because we've had 200, 300 different whiskeys to compare back on in our memory. Yeah. It just, that's a, it seems like a low score. Um, mm-hmm. and I think I, sometimes I think... there has to be that humbling because like, even myself, like, I guess what I kind of like, the more I do what I do, it's like, I I'll put out, I'll throw out like tasting notes and sometimes here and there, but I'm like, I'm not actually like full out reviewing shit. I'm kind of like, to me, it's more of the experience. I'm watching this movie. Here's some shit. I'm going to draw a parallel. Let's have fun. And people message me after and be like, should I buy this or this? I'm like, don't fucking buy that. Like pick up this instead. And yeah. I feel like you, you, you need that honesty there because like, I feel like at the end of the day, like I'm not trying to like, when we talk about like influencer, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just show you my experience of having fun with it. And then from there do, do as you please. And if you DM me, I'll tell you the truth, like in, 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 in what you should pick up. But like, I feel like people take it way too way too serious the whole like idea of influencing i'm like i watch fucking movies i eat popcorn i fucking drink whiskey like dude don't (laughs) if you call yourself an influencer put on a vest with a bunch of zippers and take a hike i've said that before i feel like a lot of people don't but they but they but they still think they are i think that's the problem is that like like they say like who you influencing (laughs) you know what i mean like dude dude, i I get a top 10 list i i that is true well yeah well listen i zach yeah i saw i saw that i was kind of like ugh. but zach the guy who wrote it he's he's been on the podcast he put actually put our podcast in like the top 15 podcasts you should listen to or some shit but he's a great he's like one of the coolest dudes i've ever talked he lives in fucking like Mm. russia right or germany right now it's he's a badass and um but but when i saw the title of that article i was like here we go well you know what even that I'm surprised you both either. I'm surprised either of you guys weren't on it, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I guess it was like an American thing because, like, we well, had uh, you had Uncle Jack on there, Hood Sommelier makes sense. Yeah. Ryan obviously is on there. He's huge on TikTok. Great guy, both great guys. And yeah. there's a bunch of other people on there. Fred Minnick, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll I'll, we can talk about that off air. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, it wasn't U.S. only because there was some European ones on there um that don't have a but, but even that like i, like I said like either. i think like um you know again it, it's it's one person curating a list and like i feel like some people giving people on the list slack um slack for like being on there and i'm like don't shit on people like they, they got chosen to be on a list like it's like 
what because they just do what they do like you know what i mean like yeah you don't um, get don't people, they don't people, hit you up before like hey do you want to be on this list and you say yeah for sure like, no they just yeah. zach, just, zach just does it because he's a talented writer and he knows he follows yeah. the whiskey game very very yeah. closely so. yeah. Yeah. And, and again it's this whole idea of being too far in right like someone on the outside who's like as like kind of like more of the consumer position um they're going to be like yeah i want to see who i should be following you know once upon a time before i got deep into it in like 2016 when i joined instagram i was like who do i follow to figure out which whiskeys are are good and stuff like i was mm. in that position too when i was right. like a newbie to the game so like yeah i just think that sometimes you need to kind of like draw back and remind ourselves of like we've gone basically the whole idea is we've gone too far that's the theme that we just in, in, in proof and in knowledge and in, in everything we've just we've gone too far so let's let's pour this um albert the premium batch three i haven't even drank the 22 or talked about it oh did they <laughs> i finished it daryl <laughs> what'd you think of it it's because we haven't talked I, about I, it. I saw, I saw <clears> about a lemon or a lime i yeah i i i, I off camera i put like uh, soda water and I put just the whiskey in it and I just squeezed a lime in it and drank it real quick. Was it that lime um, bottle or whatever? He's just like, yeah, it was just a concentrated lime, lime cordial juice. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was definitely my favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you. The on most, that. the most flavorful of the three. I didn't get a lot of port, typical port care. I actually didn't get, now I think about it really any port characteristics. There's, there's a, a bit of a, like a, a darker a fruit fruity. note, yeah, it, but it's, it's not a like your note to it. But the rye still is the rye is still really prevalent. So is that like typical? Like, th- is this a? It's just a. What's the mash bill on this, Daryl? You know, they don't massive distillery. Is it like a rye mix? It's like rye the corn. other one was right. It's so I got corn, a lot yeah. of corn on this one. I should say like a lot. It's almost like fruity corn, like a yeah. lot of corn, vanilla, almost like some maple syrup with a little bit of a fruit note to it and then rye spice. It, it wasn't, well, I didn't really get any port, like dark raisin. I got, I got it more on the nose um, than anything. And even kind of going back into the glass, like when the glass is empty, I find you get a lot more of what's kind of lingering. And I feel like I do get the port there, but not so much on the palate. Yeah. I'm and sniffing. we do put maple syrup in everything. So that's why. That's a that. good point. I should have, I should have known that while Daryl grabs his next bottle. I should have known that like, you put a beaver hair, you, you grab, you put a beaver, beaver hair in each, in each bottle. And then just a little salt Bay flick of <laughs> salt bay flick. speaking of salt. What the hell happened to salt Bay? Is, is he still, is he dead? Like what happened? Probably cut somebody's ear off with his knife. <laughs> he, um, I, I know he had like some high end restaurant in like t- Turkey. Um, maybe just living that out. Maybe he just has his, his resort restaurant in Turkey. You pay and, like $1,500 for a piece of cow. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. A cow. A cow. I can't believe it. Just Listen, I, I, exactly. I like steak more, just as much as the next time. I'm a big, I love steak. If I could go on a carnivore diet, I would. But to pay $1,500 for the, it's for what is an experience with the salt bay. Nah, I'll I'll cook a steak at home for twenty bucks. I don't. I rarely order steak going out anymore because I can cook a great steak. <clears throat> yeah, I order steak if I know like there's a place in Westerly uh, where I'm from called the Haversham, 
mm-hmm. and they great make a great it's called a baseball steak which is a side of fries and it's just like mm-hmm. probably that's, twenty dollars that's, that's a steak you're not buying from a store exactly and it's like like it's just a good piece of meat it's a good they, they always cook it well i know it's gonna be solid and i know it's you know not gonna break the bank so I always get steak there, but like, I agree with you. I'll cook a steak myself. I, I told my brother the other day, cause we have a fire pit at my parents' house. It's just like a cast iron base, like 20 years old. It's badass. And I was like, dude, we should just like get some grates, put it over the, the fire pit and just cook our steaks on that. Why are we turn on the grill? To do it. Just fucking put them mm-hmm. on there 10 minutes or what, however, five minutes each side, depending on how, how, how uh, hot it gets. And we're, we have steak. And plus, yeah. it's like it's cooked with wood smoke and shit, not propane. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm sure there's a difference. I know there's oh, a difference. I've had so much difference, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we used to do that. We had a, a 10 acre property that we called Redneck Hideaway. And that's how every meal was cooked was like something would be swung out over the fire, a grate or a giant cauldron or something like that. And it's nothing, dude, that 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 alone will raise you your it. testosterone by 10 percent. At least. <clears throat> Dude, like just you, cooking you, meat over a grate is like got to get Mike you're, you're, out of the you're, city. Uh, your your taint enlarges by ten percent easily. Like just... your taint. You just call it a taint. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why your taint? We jump. We jump back fifteen years. Wait, later. wait, 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 wait. How does your taint grow? Isn't that the spot between your your? I would your, think it would get your wiener and your, your so, balls. So okay, okay. I don't know why we're, I don't know how we got here, but I mean, it's four drinks deep. So because you here. said it, that's how we <laughs> got here. You, no, yeah, literally, you said you literally that. said it. We're, <laughs> we're talking about the increase in testosterone, and there was a study that my buddy threw at me, and he was like joking because him and I talk the most shit, and he's like, "Dude, read this study." And actually, if I do his voice, I hope he listens to this. He's like, he's like. Yeah, listen, read read this article. This is you. This is you in the article. And I'm like, what? And it was like the the, the size of your taint um, dictates like like how much natural testosterone you produce. And there was like studies <laughs> about the size of taints. So how does he know the size? What, what exactly? Wait, 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 wait. Are, am I thinking of something? Is is a taint something else that I it's think the space it is between your your ass and your balls? That's oh, I th- okay, okay. All like right, that, that's that, that little strip there that's the taint but they were saying if you have a small taint supposedly like you naturally are more of like beta you don't have as much testosterone you um aren't like yeah like you don't produce as much natural testosterone i don't know there was a whole study on the size of taints and he sent it to me so here i am you're like increase in testosterone on like size of taint and i've been just having to explain dude, what's a normal size taint but just think, know. somebody like, like, funded who's, who's, this. Three inches, yeah. three inches is average, right? <laughs> if somebody, you... somebody studied this and paid for it. <laughs> Yo, who's who's going to bed tonight and like putting their legs back with a measuring tape and like measuring their cane? Like who? Me. Now I have to. <laughs> this this episode's all over the place. I'm gonna send you guys a picture too, just just for science. I'll, I'll blur out the spots, but like please, please, for please science don't. purposes, just for I'll blur out. Right send it to Mike. I'll, He's the one doing the study. That's a good point. <laughs> And I'll just say, I'll send Daryl like a reaction video of like, dude, you won't believe it. Just measured yeah. the taint. <laughs> Mike will get the real deal, and Daryl will just get like the, the yeah. reaction video at the end because he doesn't want to see my taint. And that's actually kind of rude, but whatever. I we'll don't. Go. I don't want to see it. Before we right. go into the Alberta here, um, I remember sure. like literally like I so I, the best is I have like a notepad where I always have like my ideas and I jot things down. And we were gonna do like this <clears throat> Canadian takeover part two that took a year and. I literally wrote down here. I said, I said, JP Weiser 
isn't Canadian. So he's from New York. So yeah. I was like, even the Canadian takeover tonight is technically at the root of it American that he he was from New York and then moved to Ontario. Makes and sense. He's a businessman. Yeah. So uh, what I'm saying is we have nothing to stand on over here. For, boot, for bootlegging. <laughs> well, you have yeah. the Alberta Premium. I think it was for bootlegging purposes. Yeah. It was easier to bootleg. By the way, this <laughs> has the best nose of the four, by the way. So, so, so this Connor, is... this stuff here is like literally our MGP. Like you're smelling like any like whistle pig. This is what we've talked about before. Whistle pig, all of these big distillers or like non-distillers. Um, yeah, this is between. straight rye. Yeah. Classic so rye right here. Piggyback comes from Alberta, premium 10-year-old. The 12 isn't, that's MGP. Um, I don't know if they're producing Ooh. Boss Hog or not. So this one is batch three. 63.7%, oh. 100% rye. Batch one is the one that won whiskey of the year. Um, yeah, dude, this, this is, is a great blend between. Wow. Um, I think Mike's going to send you down batch one and batch two. If he does, yeah, that, I'll you send you more batch days. three. Um, and we can do a comparison of all three. Um, this is a great blend between batch one and batch two. It's kind of right in the middle of the it really is yeah flavor gate this is straight like this is so rye this is just rye rye rye, is rye, rye 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 is it 100 percent rye 100 percent rye the yeah. benefit of alberta it's a dry climate so they can make whiskey quickly young and at a high proof this is all like sweet baking spice like this is just this is really good. Yeah. This is really good. <laughs> I might be because I'm on my fourth whiskey right now, but this is really good. No, no but, but this it, is this is really good rye. We we see it like when when these things pop up in the states. It's not to say again like you're going to trust every account that's out there, but <clears throat> the same way the lot forties took off with those like age stated uh, releases. When the Alberta Premium cast strength fit, like listen, Alberta Premium is something that like you would find in like alcoholics cupboard like the regular stuff. Like if, mm. if, if, if you were to tell me years ago that like this would be something winning awards um, because it was just like, no, you buy that big old jug of like Alberta premium. <laughs> they the pump handle. it out again, mass production to handle. Um, but then also they release this and it's like, again, this little like kind of like exposure and te tease of like what Canada has and they're sitting on. Um, and again, this is not necessarily going into craft, but it's like even the big players, it's like, no, if they want to release something at cast strength, there's some interesting stuff going on. And this is where, like, my whole point is that you see these popping up in these American accounts. And I have people messaging me too, like, oh, do you know if you can get more Alberta premium? I can't find it by me. And usually if you see that kind of stir happening, you know you've done something right. So I feel like these releases have really created a buzz and, like, rightfully so. It's, it's really good stuff. I've, yeah. I've seen Alberta premium... Is there a like a more standard offering that's kind of less be a black label? Yeah, that's the more standard offering, correct? So that, yeah, that, maybe that's, that's like our that's our bar rail stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But like I've seen that in some places, but I've seen the like the premium releases that are higher in proof. Yep. A couple of times I've always passed on them, but the next time I I see one, I'm I'm 100 going to buy one because this is like. Right off the cuff, at least top five rise I've ever had in my entire life. This is really so good. So the interesting thing is that Canada, because we, we are sitting on this, like, so I know even myself where you kind of look at like what's in your backyard, right? So like I can get this, Daryl, what is this now? Like 75 or 80? 
80 bucks. Yeah, it was yeah. 70. So it's, it started off lower. Yeah, it started off at 70. And it became tough for a lot of like other stuff, even from the States coming up and um, talking to like, even people importing. And they're like, we can't bring in rise because how can you justify paying $120 for some craft rye from the States when I can go pay $70, $80 for something this good? And that's where yeah. it gets tricky, right? Is because yeah. like finally we're like, oh, here's something to be proud of. Like we have these Alberta premium releases and one, two, and three, all phenomenal. Like I said, when I send it down, they all have their slight differences, but like all amazing. And for the price, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, so to say you're going to go buy some import craft product over it, it's tough, right? Like when you have this kind of like sitting in your backyard and then on top of it, you find out that this is what's being used in a ton of source stuff from the States in terms of like these rides that are being released. Yeah. It was interesting because batch one sat on Albertan shelves for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Murray named it whiskey of the year and you couldn't find it anywhere. Batch two yeah. came out, which is super hot. It's is like Jim Murray, the Canadian Fred Minnick? No, he's no. No, he does the whiskey Bible. Um, so if you look him up, he does whiskeys from oh, all yeah. over the year, all, oh. all over the world. And he gives, this is the whiskey of the year. Um, batch two came out and it was like a, like a cinnamon, maybe not a sp- cinnamon bomb, but it was hot. Mm-hmm. And that's what went down to the States and everybody kind of was like, this is good, but it's like fire water. Um, batch three came out not sure if it sold as well because of what batch two was, but batch three is probably the best of the releases. Cause it's right. Oh, it really is. It really it's is right medium. between yeah. the two of them. Um, it's got the heat on it, but it's got all those rye flavors that were missing in batch two. Um, mm-hmm. Batch two really opens up with water. Um, we'll get it in another episode. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it shows just like, I think the the three cast strengths we went through tonight show this is the quality Canada's producing, but we don't export any of our good stuff. We sit on it. Like you guys don't get the good lot forties. You guys don't get the, the good Alberta premium or it's very rare and it's very tough to find. You don't get the good wisers. We, we send down our bar rail stuff. You guys have Canadian whiskeys that are being produced by, Hiram Walker that makes JP Weiser's and other stuff by Alberta premium. We don't even know the names of cause it's not sold. Yeah. I, I see some of these names on the shelves and I'm like, what is that? Like I've never heard of it in my life. And it's like yeah. Canadian whiskey. That's like mass distributed in the States uh, on your shelves. And I'm like, what, what is this stuff? <laughs> yeah. So like you guys aren't getting the best of what we create. We don't get the best of what you guys are creating. Um, well, that's why you're here on this podcast is because we need to discuss the best of what Canada, uh, Canada is creating, which is why it's the Canadian takeover part two, a year in the making. That's, right. that's why you're making. here. That's why you're here. So, 2023, we will discuss what the craft distillers <laughs> up here are doing. <laughs> as soon as some more samples get sent down, we'll, we'll make it happen because Honestly, this was like the some of the most fun I've had recording in a very long time. This was such a fun conversation. And what I like about it the most is just like 
I feel like the three of us have just like, we just known each other. It feels like we're kind of like just close buds. Like we, we don't yeah. message all the time, but it's kind of like, we know it's like, Hey, I'll get, I'll get a message from, you know, in the group chat with you guys at some point, or like, I'll get a message from Daryl or, or you Mike and or I'll message you guys just randomly. And just kind of like, like, I remember Mike, I tagged you in a story with, um, the Halloween ends, uh, trailer. I was like, dude, this is going to make me cream in my George right now. Oh, and buddy, I tagged you. Like, I was like, you're the first person I thought of. <laughs> my yeah. funny story. My wife woke up last night and I w- and like couldn't sleep and I was on my phone and I was like in the corner and I was watching like videos about like conspiracies about what's going to happen to Halloween ends. She's like, yeah, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can't <laughs> sleep. I'm watching Halloween ends videos. And I'm, I, I, <laughs> how many people are going like, to be wrong? <laughs> and, and and of course like she's like okay like that that's you like you sure and she like rolled over and went back to sleep but but no but like speaking to that like coming on tonight i usually like like when i do these lives and stuff i'm like super like as much as i want to be the casual guy i like building up notes i like doing all this stuff and then like yeah. she was like oh like do you have anything prepared for today i'm like i just want to hang out with these guys i literally yeah. fucking have nothing i just want to yeah. jump on and like sure like everyone can kind of just tune into our our hangout but that's all it is is just and i think out. like i think the next time we do this and i know we talked about this today it especially after this episode we have to do like a like a live aspect to this where like mm-hmm. we, we stream it on youtube because i think like i think if people could have tuned into this conversation live like when people listen to it tomorrow i think they're gonna agree where it's like if we could listen to this live on youtube with the zoom video yeah. and everything then one thousand percent they would because like we talked about about everything under the sun. We talked so, about a lot so of things. Connor, but you you got a question? You put a question today. Did you get a question before we wrap up here? Oh yeah, uh, I did. I did. I don't remember who it was from, but it was just asking for our favorite whiskeys. That's all I was asking for. Oh, like just, just said favorite whiskey. That's all I said. Right now is still uh, Boulder American Single Malt Peated Yeg Whiskey Nights Barrel Pick. Uh, I think it's 58.7% or something like that. I haven't tasted anything like it. When... Oh, Daryl, by the way, um, I gave, so the last time we did the Canadian takeover, I gave the rest of my depeated expression of lot 40. I gave it to my brother and he, he same thing with me. He was like, dude, this is fucking sick. And he doesn't even yeah. like scotch. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you guys, different. if you guys are into, um, I'm going to plug this right here, but like, so um, this lost lantern, the McCarthy's, I don't know if you can see it there. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah. Okay. So this here. Oh, McCarthy's. Like, yeah, that's the uh, yeah. or, from Oregon, right? Yeah. It, yeah. So I the other night I had a campfire, the lot forty, and then this, and I'm like, you guys need to try this. I'll send you a sample. Like when I send out the fucking Alberta premiums, um, this is something that's like, like yeah, on steroids. Like it's just so Fuck good yeah. and, I'll, and like, i wish i could like actually grab like i mean maybe you have access to it like, i'd like to try mccarthy's other stuff like i know they usually don't put out cast strength this is like 55.6 um but yeah this this here it's like if you like that profile that we did with the lot 40 then then that's one you want to pick up like that that's become like a, a bottle where i'm like i wish i had two because it's it just they're they're barrels right so it's just uh, the one yeah, off release yeah. i'm like i'm gonna like sit on that one for for a long time yeah, well, I'm the old guy, so while you guys start to wrap this up, I'm going to the washroom. 
<laughs> or bathroom or whatever you call it. In the no, States. well, well, yeah, back. we don't, we don't call it the nostrum. No, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. It is, it is getting a little late. So, um, if you guys want to, before you, you go, uh, empty your old bladder, Daryl, if you guys want to, it's the problem kind of plug. I know it must suck being 62. I can't believe it. 64 um, <laughs> now. <laughs> wow. Um, dude, if you were 64, you'd be the best looking 64 year old. That's true. I would be. Um, if you guys want to just want to quickly plug, everyone knows where to find you, but plug where you, where you, where they can find you guys and what you guys are doing. Yeah. Pretty much on Instagram, uh, is whiskey Sith. That is whiskey with an E, uh, a little bit of TikTok, but not very active on there. And that's the best place to find me is Instagram. That made no sense. It's too <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm on. I'm just solely on on Instagram technically right now, but spooky season's coming. There's a few things in the works. Um, you might see me pop up on other platforms, so stay tuned and, and, we'll, and we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But spooky. Some interesting things with the spooky world, but Mike. Every time I think of spooky season, I do think of you. By the way, because I know we, you and I did a podcast on Who Gives a Dram yeah. last spooky season, and we'll do Dude, this I, again. I, I, I got sentimental because I was thinking about like, I literally, again, the way I am, I start plotting, like, what do I want to do in October? Because it feels a lot of pressure on me, man. Like, and it was good now because, yeah. no, but it was good because like, um, people like you and Eric, who are friends of mine, reached out to me and were like, dude, this is your month. Let's do something together. Mm-hmm. And this is what kind of like created that momentum into like what I do now. So kudos to, to you for, like I said, you and Eric taking my, um, my online, interview podcast virginity and, i think uh, like and and shout out if eric is listening to this at this point in the podcast it's been like an hour and a half probably shout out to you eric you're the best but like i feel like we were like your paddle like you we were like your jedi masters not saying not just in terms of like we were like yeah. mike you need to spread your wings you're this mm-hmm. is you need to do this and now look at you so not saying I want credit, but just like, you know, no, if you ever get so paid, give me like point, uh, 2%. Point is that, like, I, I would calendar, say you guys I were will... the launch pad. Yeah, definitely. And, and and in my calendar, I literally wrote like, like Connor, I think your name has like a question mark beside it because I'm like, we need to, we'll probably, let's, let's do like, we'll watch Halloween ends and then we'll, we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll, that's a great we'll, idea. We'll do the Canadian takeovers. Obviously I, I would surprisingly enough, I know it's taken a year to come by. I would like to do this much more frequently because it's fun. And mm-hmm. I already do enough with bourbon with friends. I want who gives a dram to be fun as well. I don't want it just to be me talking into a camera. So we'll plan something for the near future. It won't be another, it won't be a year before we do Canadian takeover part three, but um, yeah, we'll link up for um, uh, you know, Halloween season, Daryl, you and I are going to link up for, I don't know, whatever again, um, closest closest Andor, I think. It's a, like Star oh, Wars we release. could do we could do a Star Wars release. Yeah, that would be a great idea. That'd be a super good idea. Because I'm really I I saw the uh the images. I they didn't release a trailer, did they? Trailer came out yesterday. Okay, I gotta watch it. I haven't I haven't seen it, but I saw the images and I saw the post and I was like, dude, this looks sick. Love could it. be yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll wrap it up. Thank you both for coming on the show. This was super fun. This was very a very, very fun time. Um, if everyone's listening still, thank you for, for tuning into the conversation for the shenanigans. We'll do this again soon. Uh, at Whiskey Morgue. Yes, yes. <laughs> at Whiskey Morgue, at Whiskey Sith. I'll put them both in the show notes. 
make sure you follow these two guys are two of the best Instagram accounts you can follow. And always remember, whiskey's the water of life. So let's start living.